Welcome to the Wellness is One podcast. I'm your host, Megan Safrik Nishibori. This is a place where we explore different aspects of wellness in the physical, spiritual, emotional, and mental spheres with other leaders and practitioners in the broad landscape of well-being. This is also a way to bridge and connect people as well as find more ways to support our wellness toolkits individually and as a community. Megan. Hi. Hi. So welcome to the Wellness is One podcast. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yes, we're really excited to have you here. So let me, um, let me uh, introduce you a little bit. Okay. Um, so today we're going to get to have a longtime practitioner. This is Kat Lilith in the field of wellness. And, um, and Kat comes to us from the Healing Heart which is a healing arts practice that cultivates joy and love through empowered presence of body and spirit. And um, Kat uses a broad spectrum of modalities to help release patterns of pain, remember your own resources for healing, and harmonize your body and spirit. So we're, I'm so glad you're here. Thank <laughs> and, you. Um, and I wanted to... Uh, questions um to get a little bit of a better better sense of of how you work and how you were called to do this and um sort of what you're uh looking at when you're you know uh putting this out into the world and and, and supporting others so you've mentioned that healing yourself is a gift to the world mm-hmm. and isn't a luxury yeah right? which I love because given that I've gotten to experience working with you for quite a bit now. Um, I couldn't agree more. And could you say a little bit about how you found your way to these healing arts? Um, yeah, I would love to tell you an amazing story about that, but I, yeah. I feel like I just really arrived. I mean, it happened, mm-hmm. um, a friend of mine, I was in high school and a friend of mine said to me, Oh, I'm, I'm going to go to massage school and pay my way through college by doing massage work. And Hmm. I had not thought much about massage. I had certainly never received a massage at that point. And I was like, that's a great idea. I'm going to do that too. And I did. And she didn't. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And that was kind of, that was the start. I went and did an initial um, training um, at the age, I mean, it took me a little while. So maybe I was 19 or 20 when, you know, I didn't go right away, but I I was about 19 or 20 when I did my initial bodywork training. Mm -hmm. And I knew that that's what I wanted to do and that I would be really good at it, but I was Mm -hmm. still far too wild to, you know, sit with people with depth and presence. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, so I went and had about five years of, you know, uh, wild living. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And then I felt like, okay, I'm I'm ready to start doing the personal work Mm -hmm. that I need to do Mm -hmm. in order to give depth and presence to myself, which enables me to uh, to, to offer that to others. And, and then, you know, so then I went and I did a, I went to school at the Hartwood Institute, which unfortunately isn't open anymore, but it was a residential school in Mm. the mountains. 
uh, near Garberville and mm-hmm. uh, California. And um, even after that, I was very, you know, the school had a lot of different you know, um, polarity therapy, uh, alchemical hypnotherapy was happening up there. Mm-hmm. Um, somatic, there was a somatic arts program. There's a lot mm-hmm. of processing, a lot of like the place was out there and mm-hmm. in some ways very uh, unbalanced in that. But so after I was done there, I was still, I didn't, I still didn't really uh, believe in energy work. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just going to do deep tissue and Zen shiatsu acupressure because that was my love. And mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to get weird. I'm not going to get freaky. Uh, we're just keeping it on the straight and narrow here. And I would say I, after, you know, two months in private practice, life happened right that that element that is beyond that so I would say that there's been this other presence that has you know guided me to Mm -hmm. and all of the different stops because of course now I do a you know my practice has just gone more and more into subtle energy work and Mm -hmm. clairvoyant work over the you know two decades that I've been in private practice but there was never any, any time that I had a goal for myself about where I was going. <laughs> yeah. I was, you know, quickly redirected. <laughs> so. Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, well, so really pointing to uh, getting to watch that unfold and being open to it and getting to see, you know, what 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 was in alignment with what was going to work best for yourself and also um what I'm hearing too is for um what you were seeing that with clients needed too yes as you're working with them yes so maybe you could speak a little bit too to the um seeing how um healing ourselves is a gift right and an aspect of wellness for ourselves but also our greater community yes yeah so I think that the first thing is like you know you just spoke about uh openness Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's the key is that when we're really taking care of ourselves when we're healing our unresolved grief trauma body issues that we have a lot more resilience and capacity to um, face the challenges of everyday living mm-hmm. and, and to do it creatively, uh, to do it joyfully. Uh, and we keep ourselves away from that edge of um, stress and mm-hmm. honestly dysfunction. And it's hard for people to be open when they do have, uh, let's say if it's in the body, when, they're, when their body isn't flexible, it's hard to be emotionally mm-hmm psychologically flexible when the body is in pain or shut down. Um, and so healing the body, getting it to open and be expansive helps the emotions and the energy to be expansive. Working with the energetic system, of course, creates changes in the, in the body as well. And so, and anytime, I think that like when people have tried to interact with another group of mm. humans, <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not the easiest thing to relate to other people and I, mm-hmm. I feel like we've all had an experience of what it's like to be in a group where people are very rigid and shut down right. and to see yeah. what happens in that scenario mm-hmm. and what happens in a scenario where people are very open and creative about dealing mm-hmm. with you know 
what we might call challenges, but are often opportunities for evolving as individuals, yeah. as groups, as communities, um, yeah, as global inhabitants. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, and what was coming up for me as you were talking about with that was like, pe- I think people can even see when they do small uh, experiments within their own body of like what it feels like when their their shoulders are really tight or they're breathing very shallow. And, uh, have to be a big, huge thing to be aware of how the body feels and mm-hmm. how much harder it is to get anything in there um, to support when it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when it's, when it's struggling versus when it's, when you're able to open it up and then there's, there's just that much more there. And so whether, wherever you are on the spectrum of um, seeing how the body fits into this, yeah, you know, there's right. You, you can, people, people are, uh, I think becoming more and more aware of, of how that connects. And then as you were pointing to that, the greater community, when we're all that much more open to the, to the uh, degree that we can and want and are ready to, mm-hmm. then there's much, there's just a lot more available to us all. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, This is a bit of a tangent, but I spent um, two years in um, professional circus clown school at the Mm -hmm. the clown conservatory at circus center in San Francisco. And I was Mm -hmm. totally amazed that all these like physical uh, theater performers could, you know, people have been honing their craft for decades could mm-hmm. look at someone, like look at one of the other students, look at how they walked onto the stage mm-hmm. and be able to break down what all of their psychological patterns were, the places that they had issues in their life based on the way they were moving in their body. Wow. Because they had, you know, practiced mm-hmm. that. And what does it mm-hmm. look like? How, how is, what's the physical expression of an emotion? Because they mm-hmm. spent their lives working in that. They were you know, more, I think, faster in like, you know, assessing someone than Mm -hmm. a lot of, um, you know, like even therapists that I Mm -hmm. had seen in action is totally incredible. And I think that was, you know, maybe it one of my, you know, a place that I really dropped deeper. Well, certainly into my own body and into that understanding Mm -hmm. of uh, the body reflecting uh, and manifesting what is happening in the energetic and emotional realms. Yeah. I mean, that's a, and what a, what, and that, what a gift that is, right. To be mm-hmm. able to, to do that and be give that to yourself and other people. Um, and, uh, and, you know, and even to the point of, uh, I mean, um, help as you were, we were talking earlier about the, 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 uh, healing, right. Um, that you can, if you can see some of these things, if you can start to uh, notice this within yourself, and this comes to some of the, I want the next question about the modalities, mm-hmm. then people are able to start uh, seeing this stuff before it gets bigger and can create actual, can sometimes create actual physical sickness and things like cues from the body that there's an imbalance. Yes, Absolutely. So maybe you could speak a little bit. I mean, you mentioned a couple of the different modalities that you um, have been working with, mm-hmm. but one, maybe you could um, talk a little bit about what you find for them to be, you know, how, what makes them so powerful that you're seeing and, um, and, and, and how they could help um, 
people be able to embody those, you know, to heal, but also be those qualities that you were mentioning too, um, that we, you mentioned in your, uh, writing about the, the work you do, uh-huh. what you, you know, what people, you know, long for hoping they're going to get somewhere else. And you're pointing to, you can actually just have those for yourself. Doesn't mean you can't, you know, receive them from other people too, but that you can actually have that for yourself. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. Now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's the sphere that we can actually control here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so kind of a good point. Make all the good stuff happen there. Yeah. So anytime that I talk about modalities, modality talk is just a little tricky because I think that mm-hmm. the truth of modalities is that it doesn't matter as yeah. long as there is like listening, witnessing. And it's a modality that the person can receive at that time. Right. So that's, that's my biggest job as a practitioner is to understand uh, what someone is going to be able to receive and what's going to be the most potent in opening them up to their own expansiveness, their own creativity, their own like innate joy. We all have it in there somewhere. It's just like Mm -hmm. clearing away the obstructions. And then we just like, Oh, you're there. You've, you've always been there. So um, (laughs) now having said that uh, there are some that I particularly love or that work well for the type of person that's drawn to working with me. Mm -hmm. I tend to work with a lot of people that are, uh, either in the category of the highly sensitive person or empathic or have, you know, some sort of um, a psychic, uh, strongly developed, well, let me, I don't actually don't want to say developed, strongly present psychic skill. I think we can all kind of um, train ourselves and learn strategies to become more psychic. Some people it just naturally uh, right. shows up more. And, but when it's not developed, when they're not consciously working with it, it can, you know, uh, cause some challenges, right? So mm-hmm. that's kind of the population that I wind up working with the most because that's been my story. That's, those, are, those are the challenges mm-hmm. that I had to overcome. So I'm, you know, maybe a little bit farther along, but I, I, I have the information that they need yeah. that's most potent for them in order to get that, openness and expansiveness within their own state. So the things that um, I find are the most uh, powerful are um, Heart Math, which is a series of scientifically backed supported um, techniques for um, bringing all the systems of the body, physical, emotional, spiritual into coherence and um, using the heart's intuitive guidance to do that mm. is really beautiful and was yeah I mean beautiful. that just felt really beautiful as you were saying <laughs> yeah right mm-hmm. um, and they're really incredibly simple micro practices Mm-hmm. So it's not like someone has to carve out a half an hour or an hour in their day to, you know, um, meditate. Not that there's right. anything wrong with that. If somebody's got that time, of course, there's a great benefits. But I would say I also work with a lot of moms. Yeah. So maybe she's getting her, you know, two minutes while she's locked herself in the bathroom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's 
the reality, but she too, or she of all people, uh, mm-hmm. needs to feel resourced as much as possible, right? Mm-hmm. It's such an incredibly demanding job. So um, mm-hmm. I find the heart math techniques in there, like they're so beautiful in their simplicity, the ease, and the uh, huge shifts that they create almost immediately. And they're they're also about managing feeling state. So managing the mm-hmm. level of cortisol or endorphins mm-hmm. that are being dumped into the um, person's system. Yes. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Uh, so for people who, um, you know, have had a lot of uh, trauma, uh, had unfortunate early childhood experiences where maybe their baseline is to be producing a lot of cortisol, it's heart math is incredible because then they get these techniques that create these very, very gradual changes, but that can be sustained and then gets their system on a whole new uh, baseline, which changes everything and does it Mm -hmm. in this way. That's really, it's not rehashing anything, it's not activating anything. It's just shifting it. So that's um, powerful. Yeah. Really Mm -hmm. powerful. And it's also, so on the, on the other hand, I would say one of the other things that I do that I find for, for my, um, for my demographic, right. Or the people that are mm-hmm. most drawn to me is teaching what I call energy hygiene techniques. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. uh, people who are absorbing energy from other people or from their environment, how they cannot do that or how they can be consciously managing that. Do they want to be doing that or do they want to be mm-hmm. transmitting energy out? And there are people that are really more, they're kind of similar techniques or they have a similar, it's not that they're similar techniques. They have a similar goal. They're both about energy management. Mm -hmm. Uh, The heart math works especially well for someone that uh, has a more like logical, rational, linear way of approaching things. Mm -hmm. And the, you know, energy hygiene techniques, psychic awareness techniques work uh, really well or very resonant with someone who's more in, in that realm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I can, um, yeah, I can attest uh, to the uh, energy hygiene techniques Uh for sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cause you um, have helped me a lot over the years with those and I use them all the time. Yes. Um, right. And it's, uh, it's just, it helps create a much more balanced, sustainable, joyful, um, existence really. Yeah. yeah. And even getting to then, um, offer that to my kids. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Um, so, you know, um, yeah, so I can, I mean, I, so that's, um, that's fantastic to, uh, to, to, to get to see too, that's really helpful to see the different breakdown of sort of the different, um, the, the things that uh, seem to work b- best for different um, groups of people. But also, as you were pointing to, you know, getting to really be present in the, in the room and seeing what um, uh, seems called for in the moment. And that I've also experienced with you, you as well, um, that that's, that's part of your job is, and that you're... Um, really skilled at is just seeing what seeing what's going to and moving I mean it can shift throughout the session as well <laughs> yeah so yeah. I mean I never know <laughs> yeah no it's just really and it's it's uh 
exciting and, and I don't know, and, and very healing. Mm-hmm. And so that also brings me, cause I know that I was concerned when I left, um, California, uh, and moved, uh, to the Midwest of Michigan that I was really, I was feeling pretty, uh, <laughs> Concerned about leave, not being able to physically be in the room with you mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I wanted to ask a little bit about, you know, and, and, and that, so that uh, has, is, is a non-issue. And you, yeah. did, you said some things to me that were really helpful. Um, and I wanted to know more about from you about, you know, what are some of the things you offer people, opportunities to, to work with you, you know, with um, there's the heart math. And then, as you said, the... Um, the energetic, um, you know, the energy hygiene and, you know, for people that can't be with you um, physically in the room, you know, why, what's your sense of, um, why would you recommend this for people even from afar? Yeah. Well, actually the work that I most love to do is work that is teaching people like sometimes clearing things for them, Mm-hmm. but mostly in helping them learn how to do that for themselves. So it's mm-hmm. not, so they're not dependent upon me, but they're, right. they're learning how to be constantly moving themselves towards that state of openness and mm-hmm. joy. Cause we're training ourselves all the time. Our actions, our decisions are either, either moving us towards that state or away from that state. Yep. And so just moving ourselves more and more often to that state is that's what I really love to do is help people, you know, identify those things that move them toward and how can they, you know, be moving there more frequently, uh, more consistently. Okay. So that work is not work that needs to be done in person no. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do, you know, offer the heart math coaching, mm-hmm. the energy hygiene, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. the, you know, coaching for the highly sensitive person and uh, intuitive readings all over the phone or someone wants to do it over Zoom or Skype Mm -hmm. or WhatsApp. I mean, I've pretty much done all of those and that that works out great. And it's a more empowering, I mean, body Mm -hmm. work feels really nice, Mm -hmm. right? But I feel like these are more empowering tools that create a bigger shift. I'm not interested even in working with people that are going to come in, you know, to my office, you know, once a week, every two weeks, once a month, but then not be working on themselves at all right. outside. That's, yep. that's just not, that's not my jam. Yep. <laughs> so, and that's helpful to know too, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause then, cause that, that's just, that's just good for every, everybody to be aware of. Right. Yep. And, and to know that, um, I mean, that, I remember you saying when you had said, you know, energy is energy, mm-hmm. right? Wherever it, um, so energy goes through the phone, it goes through the Zoom. I mean, it just, it's there and it made so much sense. Yes. Know? And, um, right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I forget Completely to forgot that about that. Down. I forget to break that down sometimes because it's so clear to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, en- energy. I mean, sometimes actually just over the phone is just faster too, you know, because you're just working in energy. It's not confused where sometimes if you're in person, there's this, you know, uh, sometimes this undercurrent of there should be some sort of like hands on mm-hmm. aspect mm-hmm. to it. And mm-hmm. so there's just oftentimes with the, you know, phone or Skype, just a little bit more 
clarity about what's happening and how it's happening. And so it can be immediate. I I do also offer distance healing, but um, I don't love that as much either because that's me clearing. I'd rather be talking to someone about what I'm seeing and helping Mm -hmm. them clear it for themselves. Mm-hmm. So that then yes. when it comes in again or something else comes in, they know, oh, this is what that is. And I know how to handle that it's so much better. I would have to agree with that. That's been my experience mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, not that, not that I don't appreciate, I mean, well, and I don't, I, so I can only speak to my experience, but because uh-huh. I haven't had some of the ones that you're pointing to, but, um, uh, learning and then being able to, um, see something showing up and then go, Oh, right. Can I talk about that? Right. You know? So like, yeah. um, yeah. So it's really, it's, 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 uh, really helpful. So could you, um, you know, as I, I've said in the, the segment that I've gotten to experience some of these things and felt really grateful. I, you know, is there a story, um, that you wanted to share briefly about, um, something, a healing or, or a breakthrough or something that happened for people, a person that meant a lot for you too? I mean, I, cause I know what it's like for me, but I, you know, um, what it might be like, what something that stood out for you or shown up right now that, um, do you mean like you something that I witnessed in a client or yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I know you've got a lot. It's yeah, kind of hard to whittle it down. I also have to think a little bit like, you know, about um, client confidentiality, like you right. saying someone's name. So I'll say this. I have seen um, people with very challenging chronic issues mm-hmm. by harmonizing the energy in their body Mm-hmm. make a tremendous difference in the state of their physical well-being. Yeah. I have seen people with um you know debilitating pain uh, in their bodies uh that kind of forced them to leave jobs and mm-hmm. seeing them in that state of like oh my god I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh wait, maybe I'm just going to go for this dream that I've always had. And then, like, you know, heal the pain from their body and mm-hmm. often do quite well financially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, like, really. That's great. Yeah. And I guess I want to say here that any symptom that comes in through the body is a message. And if we listen to it, instead of trying to suppress it immediately, but listen, mm-hmm. like, what? so what are you, what are you here to say to me? What, what is the understanding? Mm. Um, how is, how is this here to help or guide me? Rather than be afraid of it. Exactly. Yes. Then, you know, we can take the point of the message and make the change there. And oftentimes the symptom will, you know, uh, diminish or, or go away completely. Mm-hmm. And it's also true that healing doesn't necessarily mean that healing occurs in the body. Um, right. I've worked with people towards the end of their life, uh, some like old age, uh, some clients with, excuse me, with uh, cancer. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a spiritual process that I would, that I've seen occur that I would definitely identify as healing mm-hmm. and the the body didn't in those instances match it right so but, which but that's, isn't 
yeah, it doesn't mean necessarily that's a negative or, or isn't healing. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, That's that's just awesome. So, um, how, uh, as we wrap up today, how, how can people find you? And I'm going to be putting, when we put the podcast up with the website, I'll be putting, um, links, your links for people to find you, but also for people to hear this. Um, yeah. How do how do they find you? Yeah. So my, um, website is www.the-healing-heart.space. It's... I love it. <laughs> you know what? That makes me laugh. It's just kind of unusual as a website. It sounds. Funny. It is. They I keep... even was like, "Is there supposed to be a dot com?" Like, I actually was questioning. <laughs> I know it's actually a Squarespace uh, site, uh, but mm-hmm. I just love oh the healing heart space. Yes. Yes. That is, it is, exactly. That is it. But then when that's I right. Tell people it's a little. They're what and you know some you know, systems that want you to enter your email won't accept it because it's not at a dot com. So anyway, it is. That's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Instagram backslash cat Lilith. Okay. Uh, yeah. Facebook. I have a business page. Cat Lilith dot the healing hearts. Great. Yeah, and then wonderful. Yeah, and people can read reviews if they're mm-hmm. interested in doing that on um, mm-hmm. massagebook.com backslash cat Lilith. Okay. Yeah, to get you know other more more people's perspective of the work, which is always yep. nice, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, people can do their their research and um, and look at, it, but. That was, you know, one of the, one of the, again, one of the reasons why we're doing the podcast is to be able to um, connect with people yes. like yourself, right? Yeah. To find more ways to, to know that they're out there and to support our wellness toolkits, you know, individually and as a community. And so if we don't know that people are out there, I mean, we, you know, to use these um, platforms as a way to connect, you know, and uh, yeah. yeah, so more um, wellness. More, more wellness. That's right. That's what yeah. we're, that's what we're looking for. Right. Uh, and I think we're, we're moving towards. So, and this definitely helps in that regard, being able to talk to you today and getting to hear what you're um, offering and what you're, you're um, giving to the world, you know? So uh, thank you. Thank for you. That. <laughs> thank you. I love that you're doing podcasts. It's super exciting and inspiring to me as well. So um, elevated. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, okay. So take care. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks, Kat. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.